Hi and welcome to Detox Talks the Detox a podcast where we talk to some of the world's finest leaders about their detox rituals and how they maintain continuity in a world of noise and chaos how they make sure that the criticism that the world puts on them doesn't affect their insight and they still continue to perform as well as they do thanks for tuning in this is Kunal Sundirmani and you are listening to Detox Talks the Detox with Trisha Rajani Vedia on the podcast Trisha is the ex-chief operating officer of Dr. Vedia's, where they recently had an exit. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Kunal. So Trisha, you've had a phenomenal journey from working at Goldman Sachs, then to take a SIF, and then into entrepreneurship as a couple. Those are so many different angles. What's your journey been like? So when I, I don't know why, but uh, ever since I think I was 14 or 15, I always had this dream or thought that I would move to London and work at an investment bank. And that's something I made sure like during my entire undergraduate uh, degree that I focused towards, you know, getting an internship and then getting a job. You know, I'm kind of a person who does set goals and needs goals to kind of keep motivated. I think... working at a large organization like Goldman Sachs in such a competitive environment some people crack some people thrive for me luckily i really really push boundaries in terms of learning much more about myself pushing myself being super competitive but soon i realized that uh, it's not something i wanted to do long term so i think it was a fantastic starting point of a career in terms of teaching me discipline teaching me so much about myself that's not what i wanted to do long term my family was based in india and uh, something was kind of you know calling me back uh, towards them and i was lucky enough to you know have the opportunity when i moved back to have amazing mentors and you know someone who was actually mentoring me at this time was falguni nayar who had started off nike and uh, she's like what till you figure it out why don't you actually come and work for me so i got a huge opportunity to work in the founding team at nike and actually see what it was at this time e-commerce and startups were so new in india uh, and i remember we would go for uh, family dinners also and you know falguni auntie would just be sitting in on her ipad going through all the orders and she was completely obsessed with it and i was like wow you know and i saw the story build out and where it's reached right now and for me eventually after that i moved into development because that's something i wanted to always explore in india and one of the reasons i also had moved back and unfortunately after a year and a half i realized it's not what i had pictured it out to be uh, and it wasn't something that i was comfortable with doing uh, by this time i started you know i was dating arjun who uh, was thinking of starting his own business which is dr vedya's and i mean we were quite serious and kind of had that conversation that we would probably get married but uh, you know we both had finance backgrounds so we said that it'd be good if one of us got a good if you know a bit of experience in digital marketing so i think a year to kind of explore the whole space of digital marketing and kind of the person who probably wouldn't have taken the plunge of starting a business on my own i don't think i have such a big risk appetite so i was lucky enough that arjun did and he kind of took that leap of faith and you know the moment we got engaged he was like i need the help and i was like i'm kind of tired of working for someone else and i kind of want to do something that i'm okay to put in the 18 20 hours but something that i can call my own so that's how our journey started i joined him the month after we got engaged in april 2017 and that was our journey of entrepreneurship and we just happened to get an exit uh, you know 4 years later which i think there's an element of luck as well but yeah that was my journey of going from professional corporate life to a startup so specifically in the moment when you take a shift those moments are very very fundamental so i like to look at it this way that our life is a straight road but the road never matters what matters is the turns we take and over the period of of a lifetime we take say uh, between 16 to 20 fundamental turns 
where we just shift the way the road is going and those end up really defining the destination more than the straight road that we would have taken so changing all these career paths those would definitely be amongst that so what was that experience like changing that and still being able to look forward while not being stuck in the moment so i mean i think of all of them honestly as opportunities and i think at every single career and people i interacted with at every single step of my journey i'm still in touch with everyone right and there was learning that i had from every single path that i have taken i don't think it's scary i just think it's for me i hadn't found something that i was super excited about right i would get bored quite easily and i just thought that was a bit of a red flag So I was kind of looking for something that didn't get me bored in a year or in two years and something that just kept pushing me more and more and that's the kind of person I am right and that's what kind of kept me trying and experimenting new and different avenues and I think each one of them actually in their own way helped me when when you actually start your own business and doctor where there's a four years it takes a lot out of you uh, and you do have to develop a thick skin and I think my last few experiences actually each of them taught me something i mean right now i'm in a in a current position that i have no idea what may lie ahead for me from a career perspective and i'm actually loving and appreciating this fact that i can just take a pause and enjoy this and figure it out next but i completely agree with you i mean road keeps changing you just have to kind of you know adapt move and make sure that you're happy throughout the journey so any detox rituals that came out that helped you stay happy through the journey so honestly for me It's many things right like being an entrepreneur you've been there you are there right now right it's constant stress i remember i was telling arjun like i hope there's one day that i don't need it to be a really good day i just need it to be an average day you know i just don't want to burn uh, i don't need to have to put out a fire today so you have a constant amount of stress and you can't how much ever you try to be honest to cut out or maybe i just couldn't it's always at the back of my mind but honestly like the smaller things kind of gave me a uh, detox i think going on a holiday and keeping your phone away for you know 8 hours on a weekend that was great for us spending time with my nieces and nephews you know they from age 2 to 4 like that joy you get with playing a game with them reading a story book running and playing of kicking a football for me that was really good i had completely stopped reading which according to me was a bad thing and the moment i actually started reading again that was a fantastic detox for me as well to be honest because it just takes you into another different world right like you can't think about work at this time uh, so you need to find gripping books of course but that was another and honestly watching mindless tv like we still love sit and are relaxing or our detox at the end of every night was watching shark tank but i loved it you know that completely calmed our brains as well so that's what we that's what i did to be honest so through your entire journey Today, when you do go through a rough patch, what do you think would be a couple key moments that got you the detox rituals that you use today? To be very honest, I think the last four years of my life is just been work, 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 and uh, I guess as an entrepreneur, you just kind of settle for that. And I mean, I loved it, so I don't have a problem. But you see a lot of bad things happen, right? You see a lot of demotivating things, a lot of things that are not in your control, and you just have to keep pushing through. I think now when a bad thing happens and I mean look at the world we currently live in the pandemic with the cyclone like look at what we live around you know it's a tough time throughout you see so many people lose jobs so many businesses shut down and I honestly look at my life and I'm super grateful for what I have and I think with any tough phase it's a phase it's going to you're going to come out of it there is something to look forward to 
and you just have to push it you can kind of dig a you know hole for yourself but just make sure it's not too deep otherwise it's really tough to come out of uh, but honestly when a bad patch happens i know it's going to pass i think this is just a phase and we're going to keep going through bad phases and we're going to keep coming out so anytime a bad phase happens it's okay it's just going to pass with time that's very well put getting into entrepreneurship as a couple that that has its own challenges what was your outlook towards that so i mean honestly we were planning a wedding both families were very against it but i mean sama arjun and i knew that it was going to work super honest with each other and said that look if for some reason there's too much friction which is possible i would step away because it's something he had started so we had that initial i think honestly it worked really well for us right i can't complain about it it worked really well for us that doesn't mean like i could work with every family member of mine i can't uh, but with arjun we could uh i think we had utmost respect for each other we had clear division of tasks and departments so at the end of the day you know when it came to something related to operations or finance or marketing it was me anything related to product factory larger fundraising accounting brand building content it's all our generate the largest strategy so we kind of divided ourselves really well and at the end of the day right we both had the same aim dr vaidya so it was not about me it was not about him it wasn't about our egos it was what was the best for the company and we used to argue it out of course we argued it out right at the end of the day we both whoever could have a strongest argument or whoever's department it in had the you know kind of one and i mean honestly i say this to a lot of people who ask me this is it helps you not fight because you can't fight you can't fight at work you can't have a personal fight because you have to actually be able to coexist in both senses so uh it made our fights really short i'm not going to lie uh it's tough it's tough to be able to find a good balance between when does work stop and when does your personal life start and we never could manage that uh so i can't give anyone advice on that but i think if i hadn't maybe also been part of the journey i probably wouldn't have understood how much time and effort and why arjun was always obsessed with work so i think us doing it together was something that worked beautifully for us i think the journey in itself is therapeutic knowing the journey because in a lot of ways evangelizes everything that comes after exactly and i mean it's great to have your husband in your journey with you right your best friend is in your in the journey with you what more can you ask for oh lovely so through covid it's been a totally different angle and everything has changed i think the entire world is disrupted i think covid in a lot of ways was the ultimate entrepreneur when it comes to disruption and i think it disrupted almost every single avenue we can think of some for the better and some just for reconstruction so going through that what were a few memorable moments or a few major moments that stayed with you and that you look back at today So honestly when covid just hit in I remember March 18 when we shut our office last year we hadn't you know it was new for us to just be at home and i think that lasted about 10 days right uh, the moment the government said that ayurveda comes under essential goods you know arjun was determined that we have to get back to it because we over here we kind of you know supply products that help build immunity we had diabetes patients that were waiting for our medicine arthritic patients who were waiting for our medication and so we had a sort of a responsibility to kind of open shop and start working and in the beginning of covid uh, i mean it was just arjun me uh, we actually looked at my brother in law and two people who volunteered in our team to actually come and honestly risk their lives and we were packing goods packing goods uh, you know and doing it ourselves and it it was amazing thing but I think one of the stories at that time or one of the points uh, that made us keep going because everyone asked us you're risking your family you're risking your lives is it worth it and we kept saying yes 
uh, and there was one day that a doctor had come to our clinic uh, all the way from Ghatkopar and he was like, you know, I want to buy this medicine. I use diabetes medicine for my patient and, uh, you know, they swear by it and currently they aren't able to come out. So I volunteered because I have a, I'm a doctor, so I have a pass that can let me travel and I'm volunteered to come and collect the medicine for them. And it just made me realize that, okay, this is something we know why we're doing this currently. You know, amazing of the doctor to be able to be so selfless and come and, you know, buy someone else's medicine, but for the patient that they really care about. Uh, and I think this just kept us going through COVID, you know. And I mean, right now, if, if you see how everyone's coming together, right? I love what, the, what all influencers are doing, coming together, helping each other. You see there's so much humanity left in our country and everyone's coming together and i think you know that's what covid is one thing that's taught me is that no matter what happens as a community we are so strong and so hell-bent and we've seen it in all our lives right of people who you don't even expect to come together to put their hands in front to help you and i've seen it in our own building i've seen it at work um, and i see it currently everywhere on social media as well i think one of the greatest things covid has taught us is just being human beings for human beings that's true phenomenal any other stories that come to your mind I mean, so many, right? We've had, I mean, as a startup, I mean, every day there's a new story, correct? Uh, we've had days where the entire team has dropped every single thing and had to sit and pack a particular order because we were so behind. I mean, for us, the beauty of it is it's been in Arjun's family for about five generations, right? So we've actually got letters from old patients saying that they would like this medicine for their granddaughter or their grandson. We've had patients who've actually walked into our clinic, you know, and actually told us that before we weren't able to walk and uh, because of with the help of the medicine, we've actually been able to walk and now we're bringing our children to your clinic. And we've got to live and see all these beautiful and amazing stories, right? As a company, the one thing is we've always had a very open culture. And so we celebrate everything. And this is something that I think was very important. So be it, I think as a company, as a, as a startup, especially, you just want to grow. Right. If you hit your first benchmark, you want to move to your next, you want to move to your third and you can keep growing. That's the whole beauty. And that's what the definition of a startup means. Right. Accelerated growth, uh, disruptive growth. And I think it's so important for us to keep focusing on the smaller aspects. So as a company, honestly, we used to keep celebrating, be it when we hit 100 orders, 500 orders, 1000 orders, we would celebrate every small milestone that we had set out to do. And that's something that you see the joy you kind of you give yourself a little pat on the back as well that okay we've got it now move on to the next but that's something we used to do there with smaller doctor areas as well i think it would be a very different experience building something to a different level something that already existed uh the amount of years that were already in what was that like that would have got a lot of very very different experiences in just because of the uniqueness of the place so we were super fortunate to have a 150 year legacy behind us right that added a lot of credibility and trust with our new customers but the whole concept was that Arjun's grandfather was always into being a doctor he was not a businessman so he used to have 400 patients a day and uh, quite uh, ironically my parents used to actually date in his clinic because it was always like a one two hour wait and my dad comes from a Sindhi family my mom is a Palanpuri Gujarati so they were hiding in dating at this time and you know the one place that they could date and spend time together without any suspicions raised was Dr. Natubhai Vaidya's clinic because everyone knew that 
you know, it took a minimum two to three hour wait. And my dad actually got cured of asthma and my mom just pretended to have some skin problem so she could just spend time uh, with my dad at this time. So his was a very clinic business. And so we actually took that business and made it into a product FMCG uh, business, right? But keeping the roots the same. So he never believed in charging for consultation. He always believed that as a doctor, he should be able to treat people from all sorts of backgrounds and economic classes. So even when we actually started moving online, be it anywhere, and this is our thing that really kept us going, right? We, used, we reached about 16,000 PIN codes and we had people across tier two, tier three cities as well. But consultation and speaking to a doctor was always free of cost. So we took the same principles and roots that he had offline and moved it online as well, right? So it was amazing. It was honestly like he passed away, unfortunately, before we started the business. But Arjun's grandmom always tells us, you know, he's looking over you and he's super proud of what you'll have done. Um, and that really keeps you going. Wow, I, I love that. I think that's that has so many lessons for so many people holding on to values when scaling. But I think that's like one of the the biggest things any family business is scaling beyond the certain point have, how strongly can you hold on to the values that the business was founded with and, and why you should, I think that also becomes a deep part of your culture, holding on to values. Completely. So you mentioned your culture briefly. What was it from all these years of legacy that also translated into the company culture where, because the company culture very often is just the depiction of the founder. But here, in a lot of ways, you'd have two major influences, the original company and the new company that was being built up. So how did that shape the culture? Because that would be a really interesting take. So I think culture, to be honest, is the urgency or his grandfather have the most disciplined routine. He would wake up every morning at five in the morning, spend an hour reading book, medical journals, play golf every day, have a same breakfast routine, spend hours in his clinic, working extremely hard, coming home at night, spending time with his family, right? If I just even look at that. And then he had his father who was also extremely hardworking. And I think the one thing that I've heard of, because unfortunately I never got to meet his grandfather, but the one thing I've heard of and seen is that they always were approachable by people, right? So it could be people among, within their company who's working for them, their employees, their friends. And I saw that kind of pass on into Dr. Vedia's culture, right? From the time we were five people to 120 people, the one thing that stood out was you are truly a family. The doors are always open. It doesn't matter what your position or what your salary is in the company. Every single person is treated with the same amount of respect. We had an extremely open door policy, right? Arjun had a cabin. I never even sat in a cabin. I used to actually sit with the team and even Arjun's cabin, unless he was in a meeting or call, was always open. And I think that that's something that, uh, you know, I we were very, very cognizant that we maintained from when we have five people to 120 people. And the other thing is to be able to help each other, right? You, have, you can help cross departments. So if, for example, our customer service team was swamped, our marketing team will, without a bash of an eyelid, actually go and help them as well. And likewise, so I think this culture of actually building like a family, and that's something that I think is an advantage of running a family business, right? You support each other in the toughest times. You celebrate each other when someone does well. So I think we made sure that that culture of being a family, and we literally always refer to as the Dr. Vedia's family, right? It was just an extension for us. It was our extended family in a way. And we wanted everyone to feel that. And we were very, very, very 
conscious of making sure that 5 to 120 we still you know follow those same culture and principles i i think the culture really saves how everyone feels about themselves not just how they feel about the company i mean it kind of is motivating also right like when they see arjun or me and then you see even for us to be honest when i saw so many of our employees put their 200% every day it gives you that encouragement right that someone else also believes in this as much as you do undoubtedly that's amazing so moving on to the rapid fire round these are a couple of quick questions try to answer them in the least possible time okay you wake up in 2050 what's the first thing you do i just make sure my husband is around you wake up in 2030 what's the first thing you google probably something related to is e-commerce still alive your favorite destination in the world maldives your favorite book shoot up your favorite music Coldplay. Your favorite Netflix series? I I wouldn't say Netflix. I would say Shark Tank. It's not a Netflix show. <laughs> Your favorite movie? Kalhona Ho. Amazon Prime or Disney Plus? Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime or Netflix? Netflix. Netflix or Extra Sleep? Extra Sleep. <laughs> Your favorite food? Pizza. Apple or Android? Apple. I'm really bad with technology. One thing you look forward to? Honestly, what my next uh, career move is going to be. I'm excited. One core value that, through the brand that stayed with you? customer comes first lovely thanks a lot for coming on the podcast this was fantastic thank you so much for having me kanal you just heard an episode on the detox podcast do not forget to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform whether it is spotify or itunes we are there